pay Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Sell order assessment fee not included. A limited number of ETFs are subject to a transaction-based service fee of $100. See full list at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western, with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. everyone, I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 509, Four Reasons Communication is Crucial in Parenting. Because the way we talk and interact with our kids, verbally and with our body language and more, really does lay the foundation for their future interpersonal skills and relationships with others. Even before I was finally blessed with the gift of motherhood, I kept a long list tucked away in the back of my mind of the many behaviors and lessons I wanted to model for my children. Not knowing that my journey of infertility would lead to a beautiful adoption and then seven more children to call my own, I envisioned such peaceful, quintessential parenting moments where I would instill solid characteristics such as honesty, gratitude, perseverance, kindness, respect, responsibility, and above all, a love of self. I looked forward to guiding each of them to choose a path that fueled their individual passions, all while making the world a better place in their own unique way. That may seem like some lofty parenting goals, but once I jumped on the motherhood train after waiting five very long years to become a mom, despite the exhaustion and completely unrealistic vision of what parenting would really be like, I still clung to those ideals. If I was going to be parenting a small troop of eight kids, I was going to give it my all and then some. I've learned a lot, mostly from on-the-job training in my 25 years of parenting, And aside from the fact that it is indeed the toughest job you'll ever love, the most important tool I've relied on during every stage of motherhood is communication. It's absolutely critical when raising a family. The word communication is an umbrella term for many interactions with loved ones. It's not just about verbally talking with another person. It's about focusing and listening. It's about how we engage with our kids when they enter a room how we react when they've done something wrong or right, how we participate in public settings with them, and simple things like how we read their body language or how they might interpret ours. How we communicate can determine the outcome in nearly every situation that we have with our kids. Sure, there are hundreds of mundane, everyday interactions, such as getting them up and ready for school or driving them back and forth to the various events. But guess what? 
those interactions with your kids can lay a pivotal foundation for the more serious or contentious situations where your communication and your guidance can make all the difference, a most positive difference to your kids and your family. If you haven't been on the top of your communicating game, you can start fresh today. Mighty Mommy shares four reasons that communication is crucial to parenting and how you can begin to make significant changes that will benefit your entire family. So those four reasons that communication is crucial to parenting are, one, nonverbal cues are extremely important. Two, ordinary interactions set the stage. Three, you can be the voice of reason. And four, you're teaching a critical life skill. Let's take a closer look at each. One, nonverbal cues are extremely important. I consider myself a true people person. I honestly enjoy interactions with the human race. Whether I'm in line at the grocery store or waiting in a doctor's reception room or out walking the dog, if I have the opportunity to connect and say hello to someone, I'm going to do it. As my kids, they beg me not to shop in our own town for fear I'll talk to everyone and never make it home in time for dinner. Just as important as saying a quick, or in my case, a little longer hello throughout the course of my day, I'm also very in tune with how I say my hellos. I've got a reputation as being perky by nature, so when I say I interact, I like to make eye contact and smile. That's my personality. And I'm totally comfortable doing so. But I understand it's not in everyone's comfort zone to be so bubbly. And that's just fine. What's not fine is sending nonverbal messages that you want absolutely no part of interacting with someone. For instance, last week my son and I were the last customers in line at the deli before the store closed. I had a small order of sliced turkey and American cheese, but the person who waited on us was completely disgusted that we were even there. How did I know this? His eyebrows were scrunched up. He sighed several times. And then he mumbled something under his breath like, don't these people have a life? Before he sliced my turkey, which, by the way, was way too thick. I have to be honest. It made me feel badly to be treated like that. And my 16-year-old son, he was embarrassed. Our kids are quite astute at knowing whether we feel like spending time with them or even have a couple of minutes to connect and see how their day was. Hey, there's no question it's not easy when families constantly run full throttle to make ends meet and keep it all going. Something has to give. And many times it means we operate on a shorter fuse than we'd like. Kids have the same struggles that we as parents have in their own world, just on a different level. Most times, if they know they have a place to turn, to us, their parents, even the most monumental problem, not being invited to someone's sleepover, for instance, can be put in the proper perspective because they have a parent's shoulder to lean on. One of my favorite TV personalities, Dr. Mehmet Oz, weighs in on how important it is for parents to be tuned into the body language that they display to their kids. He writes, Research shows that when communicating a message, the tone of voice is 20 times more important than the actual words of the message. And that's an important message for all of us to remember, whether we're parents of newborns or toddlers, not to mention tweens, teens, and beyond. 
Nonverbal communication and the emotion it conveys account for more than 90% of what your child hears you say. The total impact of our parental messaging breaks down like this. 7% is verbal, which is your words. 38% is vocal, your volume, pitch, rhythm, and so on. And 55% are body movements, mostly your facial expressions. Next time you're interacting with your kids, whether it be for something wonderful that happened or perhaps you're not pleased with your daughter's skirt that she chose for school that day, be mindful of the body language that you're displaying. Rather than rolling your eyes and looking disgusted, give her a hug and ask if you can go shopping together soon. Number two, ordinary interactions set the stage. For the many years I longed to become a mom, I envisioned the magical moments of parenting. First words, first steps, joining teams, making best friends, getting a driver's license, attending prom, and then off to college. I longed for it so much that I completely underestimated and overlooked the real important times. Eating pancakes together, hanging out in the backyard, watching classics like The Wizard of Oz, and quite frankly, having them home safe and sound every night while they were still under my watch before they left this cozy nest and headed off to college or to be out on their own. Embracing the ordinary moments in parenting is a wonderful time to build your platform for communicating effectively with your kids. It's so easy to get caught up in the throes of the hustle and bustle of our busy lives. Trying to get your kids up and out the door for school while trying to maintain your sanity getting off to work on time each day, that can seem monumental. But it also provides a wonderful opportunity to stay connected. Comment on how restful that your child looks when she wakes up, groggy and all, for school. You look like you had a great night's sleep. Did you have any dreams last night you'd like to tell me about? Or, on those nights you do all get to share dinner as a family, ask questions about their day. Listen to how awful biology class was. Really listen and not just blow it off. Take all the ordinary opportunities that present themselves and connect with questions, comments, and most importantly, listen. Not just with your ears, but with your expressions and with your heart. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Number three, you can be the voice of reason. For years now, there have been many a controversial discussion on whether or not parents should be their child's best friends, to be discussed in a future Mighty Mommy episode. Tova Klein, Ph.D., sheds insight into why parents feel the need to be BFFs with their kids in addition to being their parental figure. She sums up a Psychology Today article with these thoughts. Our main role as parents is neither to make our child happy nor micromanage or control their lives. Finding the balance is key. 
In a nutshell, it is to help them develop the capacity to handle life's hurdles, and there will be many, and grow into confident and independent adults, capable of caring about others. We can't do that by treating them like mini-adults one moment and controlled subordinates the next. I'm going on record as Mighty Mommy as stating that I want to be my child's best parent, not their best friend. That's not to say I don't want to have many warm, friendly moments with my brood, but my main focus is to establish a nurturing yet authoritative influence in my kids' lives, not that of a companion who giggles about boy crushes and burdens my kids with the woes of my divorce. One of the most important components of good communication with your kids is letting your child know that they can come to talk to you about anything. This is certainly not always comfortable as topics of a child dabbling with alcohol or wanting to have sex in their teen years is not something Mr. Stork delivers guidelines to when our child is entrusted to us on the day of their birth. But here's what you have going for you in such delicate conversations. You are your child's biggest and best advocate, and you know them better than anyone else. If you lay an open foundation of communication in those ordinary moments, like when you're carpooling him to baseball practice four times a week and he has stuff on his mind like not feeling very smart in world history, or he feels embarrassed that he burped out loud on the field trip in front of the girl he had a crush on, then later when he's struggling with his friends about sneaking alcohol into a party, you're now the voice of reason that he secretly wants to listen to. Our kids may not always listen to our advice for sure, But when we bond and build that sense of security that they can come to us in their time of need, we have a much better chance that they'll choose right from wrong. And number four, you're teaching a critical life skill. Regardless of how we communicate, the ability to reach others with our thoughts, concern, praise, criticism, and views on any number of subjects is critical to getting our point across. A University of Minnesota article on communication eloquently states that communication is key to your success in relationships, in the workplace, as a citizen of your country, and across your lifetime. Your ability to communicate comes from experience, and experience can be a very effective teacher. Communication involves a give and take, not just talking, but drawing out the thoughts and feelings of others. With this in mind, continue to remind yourself that your kids need more from a conversation than just being lectured. Teaching good communication skills can simply mean listening and helping your child deal with his feelings. Kids learn by imitating. Most often, they will follow your lead in how they deal with anger, solve problems, and work through difficult feelings. You're your child's biggest role model, as children learn through imitation they most likely will problem-solve, listen, talk, and express their emotions in ways they've learned from the adults in their lives. Good communication is so important and definitely requires some effort on all fronts, but this is a lifelong skill that is imperative in his future. Remember, however, if you're really faced with a difficult situation and all your communication efforts are just not working, Don't be afraid to seek professional intervention. How do you stay connected and communicate with your children? Share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy 
or you can post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. If you have friends and family that would enjoy listening, I'd love it if you'd share the link to this podcast and refer them to the website www.quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy. Here, you'll find hundreds of archived episodes covering a wide variety of parenting and family-related topics. Wishing you lots of great conversation with your wonderful families. As always, thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy parenting! At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western, with over 4,200 hotels worldwide.